The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. This is Sharita Star. It's the Sharita Star and Power Hour. Thank you for being here. And thank you once again. And welcome to episode four of the Sharita Star and Power Hour. And thank you for joining uh, and subscribing if you are starting to uh, get into the collection that is growing. And uh, as we had discussed in the last episode of Mastering Mercury Retrograde and Inner Planet Cycles of Reflection, thought I would continue the story and take us to the Outer Banks today and work with understanding what the Outer Planet Retrogrades are all about. Uh, so today we're going to be focusing on what these what I refer to as cycles of collective reflection, how they come into play in our life. And we're going to be working uh, with what Jupiter, Saturn, Uranus, Neptune, and Pluto are all about when they do this quote-unquote retrograde going backwards. Again, astrology measures it in a backwards motion as we're looking at that 363 zodiac wheel but the astronomer will always tell you the planets don't technically move backwards they're they're actually just stationed up 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 above but they're not moving forward technically either but as far as astrology wants to allow us to utilize this you know as above so below understanding we're going to measure that in that uh, delicious 360 wheel that tells us so much in this mathematical equations we're always, you know, that I math geek out. Again, I am the math geek. (laughs) That's what we do here. It's just discerning a lot of math and then putting it into this consciousness understanding and and what we're experiencing um, in our human, in our human suits down here below. So, when we're looking at what happens with outer planet retrograde cycles, what we're going to notice first and foremost is that any of these five planets, when they retrograde, unlike a Mercury, Venus, or Mars retrograde from the inner planet perspective, these planets will do it for about four to five months, give or take. So to say, oh, well, these retrograde timing rules, you know, you, you you shouldn't be doing this or doing this because this planet is retrograde. Um, you know, you you would we would never do anything because <laughs> there's very actually rare. It, it, it is an astrological term called all planets direct motion, and this is also. It varies year to year as we, you know, watch our universal years pan out and, you know, how everything times out in our Gregorian calendar, which is, you know, obviously how we're measuring time. But as we're understanding the measurement of time through astrology's eyes, we are looking at 
something that doesn't have any matchup with the first of the month, the middle of the month, the first quarter, second quarter of the year, you know. The the only thing that's truly consistent in astrology is the sun. And the sun is what moves from sign to sign every 30 days, thus taking the entire year to get through. So that's where we have the consistency of you know, opening spring every year upon the spring equinox. And then we have our summer solstice. Then we have the autumn equinox. And then we have our winter solstice. And those are always, you know, within a day or two on the same calendar date every year. And the sun is the only planet that that truly holds to the Gregorian calendar measurement of time. Every other planet, and of course our moon as well, it, it, it'll never be the same way year to year. You'll, you'll never, again, there's no two moments in time that exist the same way twice due to the way the varying orbits of, of all the other planets are, are at work above. And uh, that's why our experiences are always different down here below. We can't create the same moment twice. It's just, you know, astrologically, numerologically impossible. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we keep evolving uh, and working with the now and how we can, you know, do this and uh, have this consciousness conversations. So when we're looking at what happens with our outer planets and when these planets decide to go retrograde, they are giving a, a, you know, again, those inner planet from Mercury out to Mars with Venus in the middle whenever they come up and ask us. That is why it's so critical to understand, you know, depending on what planet is retrograde, you know, where you're, you're being asked to reflect. And you're still with any outer planet. You're still being asked to reflect in that area of the life, but it's not so much, oh, I can't put this into forward motion as the other planets, you know, advise your free will to work with to the best of its ability. So it's a, again, that's why I call it more of a collective reflection. And and we notice very kind of, you know, global matters and, and situations that when we get them all retrograde and 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 that's something I'll I'll tap into is to we're going to be going into a pass um at the time of this recording uh coming up from August through through October where all the outer planets are retrograde and and we tend to notice that there's just a lot of you know a lot more kind of global unrest or uncertainty or that you know the weather seems extremely unruly, not that we haven't noticed unruly weather long before all the planets were retrograding at the same time, but um, we certainly see uh, a very more intense way that we, we are being asked on a collective level to slow down, especially when everybody gets into this, you know, outer planet retrograde happening at the same time. So, and what we also notice is when any of these planets are what we call stationed, which means they're about to retrograde or about to go direct, is that's when they're, you know, again, as we talked about in, in the very beginning, these planet stations, uh, these retrogrades are technically, the, the planet isn't, quote unquote, going backwards. It is just not going forward either. It's not moving in its orbit. It's just sort of just hanging out, you know, kind of, kind of, it's, it, it's on its own rest period, but it's not technically physically moving backwards via, again, the astronomer's way of looking at it. So, but when they're about to turn retrograde or about to turn direct again, that stationing and that where it's happening mathematically can be extremely more challenged. And this is where, of course, understanding our own forecast is very important because within our natal chart, if the stationing of these planets is coming 
making any kind of contact and conversation with natal planets in our own chart, we will be feeling that on a personal level through our experiences. So it is important to understand uh, what any of these five planets could, you know, when they retrograde, and they all retrograde every year. Every planet does it, again, four to about five months, give or take. So we've got a um, little bit of ground to cover here now. So we're going to talk um, about how when these are happening is is that, you know, we want to take, I call it like a subtle reflection. You know, we just want to be mindful and, you know, work with a little extra awareness wherever the retrograding is happening in our life. But again, it, it isn't telling us, Hey, don't put this out there. You know, it's not giving us that kind of, um, you know, caution light, as I like to say it. So, but, so let's take a look at Jupiter first. So we're going to look at Jupiter. So Jupiter is our planet that represents our truth and our wisdom. And it represents a lot of other things. It's how we grow and expand. It's how we are allowing ourselves to be reachable and teachable. Jupiter is the, the positive attitude planet, very generous. You know, it's, it's the, it has so much, bene, you know, benevolence. It's, it's a, Jupiter's the goodwill planet, very optimistic, um, loves traveling, really deals with global matters, works with all kinds of, you know, long-term travel and just, this concept of however you can grow and expand in your life and work with belief systems, morality, the ethics, and any, just how you can learn, how you can allow learning to enhance your life. And, you know, it, 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 it likes to be, you know, Jupiter's kind of, um, you know, he, he's a big guy up there. And, uh, so he's, He's got a lot to say all the time. <laughs> Jupiter rules over Sagittarius by natural order of things, and he also rules over three vibrations. So that's where, you know, you notice with any Sagittarius or you notice with a, a person born to a three vibration, that they're, they're going to be very uh, truthful. They're blunt. You know, they tell it like it is in, in a matter of sorts, and they are that glass is half full, nine times out of 10 person. So now Jupiter currently is retrograde. And this started in 2022 on uh, the 28th of July. And he will turn around on the 28th of October. So he's got about, that's a, that's a, that's a, that's a three month pass there. Oh no, excuse me. He goes back into Pisces on the 28th of October. He will not turn around in 2022 until the 23rd of November. And there's your four months. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> so he's going to dip back into Pisces for just a little, he's going back into just the very last couple of degrees of Pisces um, for very late October, moving through the majority of November. So now Jupiter, of course, being in the sign of Aries, backing up like this, um, kind of in a holding pattern, he is, you know, you, you notice that, you know, humanity's independence and their, you know, just their fiery, you know, leadership is just on fire right now. You know, if, if, if we haven't noticed that, <laughs> uh, especially by the end of July, we saw a lot of things change globally with our leadership and, you know, Jupiter was pulling into his station, uh, by, by the close of July in 2022. So we've seen a lot of things and I, I think what will be panning out, uh, throughout that, you know, that time frame and, uh, closing out October, moving through November as he's on that tipping point of, the very end of Pisces finishing up his retrograde and will be stationed technically at that time as well. He will be pulling in some very more empathic kind of sympathetic, you know, really working with the 
the spirituality of humanity and and and, and there's going to be a lot, a lot of things moving into the fall that that are going to layer into that story as well and what i also want to touch upon is if you have in your natal chart these planets natally retrograde because everybody's probably there's very unless you're born under uh all planets direct motion moment in in um any of you know the given universal years you have retrograde planets in your chart everybody does typically unless again you're born under that time frame where nobody happened to be retrograde you will be asked having any given planet and this would include Mercury, Venus, and Mars, um, if any of those are retrograde or any of the outer planets, what the astrology says is that you have kind of like a, um, like a carte blanche, you could call it. When the planet you have natally that is retrograde in your chart, whenever its transit is retrograde, you tend to work with this cycle very well versus you're thwarted by it in any kind of way. Especially like Mercury retrograde babies, they they tend to really glide through the retrograde much easier than a person who doesn't have a natal Mercury retrograde. For another example, that may be more common for people to understand. So if you have any of these outer planets retrograde, which is highly possible, then when they go retrograde every year, you tend to have, you know, it, it, it's not, that's not to say you're not meant to take a, a kind of a look-see at what's going on wherever it, it is currently transiting in your life, but you're not going to get all kind of caught up in it. And again, if you have aspects where any of these planets are making to your natal, to your own natal planets, then that's what you also want to understand because there's there's some form of a conversation whether, you know, you're having an opposition, are you having a square, is there a conjunction happening, um, you know, whatever the astro mathematical geek conversation is. That is, you know, how we see what your forecast is doing and and where you know you may need to err. Uh, you know, err a little more cautiously and and work accordingly with things that, you know, again, you're trying to time out in your life. And of course, when you fuse in your numerology forecast, it's, it's a whole, you know, very lovely bird's eye crystal ball view of how things are personally happening through you. So with, with the Jupiter natal ret- retrograde, you tend to experience your what what we consider a spiritual expansion and your growth happens quite internally within your lifetime so every time every year when the jupiter goes retrograde it is when you're you're really working with that ideally and and you're working with it extremely well but you may feel it's a very more inter- like again an internal time in your life and jupiter ret- natal jupiter retrogrades there's a tend to be uh, there's a tendency for the procrastination maybe a little more self sabotage because you're you tend to block your own wisdom but when the jupiter happens to be retrograde for the 4 months you kind of maybe you work through it better you know, and you don't do that as much. And of course, anyone with a natal retrograde, uh, Jupiter retrograde would be more extremely free spirited in their life because they just kind of throw all, throw it all off and say, ha, we're just going to be enthusiastic all the time. And it's where you, you kind of want to watch having a little bit too much blind faith in your life, that, 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 that would be, you know, just kind of don't be the, I, I'm not learning anything here, but you probably tend to learn the most and you, you grow more every year when that Jupiter is retrograde. And of course, again, depending on how it's aspecting you. So, all right. So yeah, this year, we started off at uh, eight degrees of Aries with Jupiter 
on the 28th of July. That was right after the Leo new moon, or right on the Leo new moon. That was the same day. And then we will be working with this. It's going to cross back into Pisces and turn around on the 23rd of November. And then onward, Jupiter will go for the remainder of 2022. So next up is Saturn, our karmic guy. Karmic adjuster, as he is known as, he guides over your Capricorns and any eight vibration. But Saturn is always our planet of responsibility and accountability. And right now, he's in the you know latter degrees of Aquarius, and he started retrograde in 2022 on the fourth of June, 25 degrees Aquarius, and he will conclude his retrograde at 18 degrees Aquarius by the 23rd of October this year. So Saturn, when Saturn is retrograde, we are working with a lot more, you know, the need to have extra discipline, you know, really re-examine what the structure is. And again, where it's currently transiting in the chart is where this is happening the most. And it may feel like, ugh, we're not getting where we want very quickly. You know, things, Saturn slows everything down. He's, Saturn is is the one planet that doesn't, he's never in a rush. And and in fact, Saturn energy just de- detests being in a rush. He's just not that kind of, of energy. Very practical, very real, very grounded, very the need to be grounded and get into like that earthiness and the realism and and wisdom, of course, in in a different way that than how Jupiter will allow us to grow through our wisdom. Saturn is like the true learning from experience kind of of wisdom and and feeling like you know there is this test that we're we're getting. You know, it's testing us really for our own efficiency in our life and our own sense of self-control and and how we can really just take our own authority over what we need to be doing. And especially, again, wherever it's currently transiting and happen to be retrograding for, it's going to be in a different spot from year to year, of course, that, you know, we're owning that and, and we're taking accountability. Now, if you have a natal Saturn retrograde, there's this way that astrology will say you're repeating a lifetime in this one. And again, open mind if you have the, um, if it resonates that you've been here in another human suit before, not everybody believes that and, and, and that's perfectly fine, but that's the astrology take on it is that if you're if you are born when the Saturn is retrograde during in a year there's a lifetime you you're repeating and it's this lifetime that you're allowed to to perfect it like you you're being given the opportunity to perfect it because that Saturn is is just asking you know what this is the, this is the go go around you're going to get it right i'm giving you this opportunity so, of course, again, anyone who would have a natal Saturn retrograde would, when the Saturn turns retrograde, would also have this, and again, we're looking at about a, almost a five-month pass, just about, that your energy is is going to actually, all of those concepts and principles and things you're, you know, trying to get serious about and working through with more thoroughness. And again, like kind of boosting up your ambition about is, you know, being asked to have you really look at that and, uh, and take that opportunity to, to work with what that perfection brings. And of course, um, Again, same thing with with Jupiter. When the Saturn is stationed, there's that 
you know, we, we, we feel collectively really limited in some way, shape or form, because we're just seemingly not feeling like things are flowing very well, even though it's an outer planet. And again, we don't feel it like we feel the Mercury, the Venus and the Mars happening. But what was interesting in looking at 2022, Mercury only went direct the day before Saturn turned retrograde back in early June during this particular year. So there was a lot of resistance going on at at the beginning of June in 2022. And, you know, just people feeling like, you know, ah, I'm not getting anywhere. I want to, you know, well, we just pulled out of a Mercury retrograde at that time. And when Mercury is stationed, that is just, you know, um, the Mercury stations really affect what we're doing down here. Um, And so we really feel it. So this year we had a combination of an inner planet and an outer planet doing the same thing. And it was like, oof, it's a little, you know, a hair um, precarious. That's what I like to say. So sometimes, you know, the 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 energy we're experiencing down here below is um, it's precarious. You know, it, it, it's it's these are challenged times that you know we're living in. This is this is our you know we're being told this is the great awakening. Um, I I believe that it's on. But it hasn't fully evolved. We haven't even gotten to the awakening moment yet fully. I mean, the awakening moment has not fully presented itself to humanity. We are on the path to this, but we're not through the process yet, if the, if that makes sense. So there's, there's just a lot of things that these years right now, um, you know, as we're in this 20s decade, is allowing humanity to be to be working through and sorting out and reconfiguring things and you know we're we're all humans and we're all experiencing some you know different times i mean i think it's undeniable that if you look at what's happened especially since we opened the decade in 2020 uh, it's undeniable that the, the the world is not the same and it, it is not meant to go back to some normalcy that we, you know, were existing within the structure of before. And that's a lot to do with what Saturn and Aquarius has been doing over this time frame. So it's changing humanity's responsibility in many, many, many powerful ways. And what our accountability is as a human being. So now we're going to move on to Uranus. And Uranus, he's a... Well, this guy's a little more... uh, You know, for an outer planet, he does some really interesting things. (laughs) He's, uh, He's our guy of the unexpected. But Uranus is our planet of originality and our true planet of reform. He's the one where, you know, even if it's not broken, he he's like, well, we can improve it. You know, we, we've got to fix this. I know it's not tired and worn out yet, but we're we're we're, we're just going to make this better. We, we, we've got to break through. We got to, we got to innovate and, 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 and get a, a reinvention going on here. Let's, let's get our brainstorms going. So Uranus is, uh, guides over our Aquarius natives and any four vibration in the Zodiac or excuse me, in the numerology. So those people are directly guided by Uranus all the time, but uh, currently Uranus is in transit in Taurus. And coming up this year, 2022, on the 24th of August, we will have Uranus turn retrograde at uh, 18 degrees of Taurus. And if you're with me on Soul Certainty Community, which is my 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 Patreon, 
you know all about uh, the opening of August and, and Uranus has been sitting at this 18 degrees of Taurus for, for, for a little while. And we had a very strong lineup of, of an inner planet, which was Mars. And then we, we involved the nodes and, and the, the opening gates of August of 2022 were very tense, more tense than we're already under, under the understanding of. And all that has eased off somewhat, but Taurus is still held at this 18 degrees and by the 24th of August in 2022, he will turn retrograde until the 18th of January in 2023. So he's a, a long, a long one there. So he's going to be retrograde for the remainder of of 2022 uh beyond the 24th of august and then of course we'll we'll open the first three weeks with him being retrograde and stationed again at that time early january of 23 as well so again uranus is he's all about the unexpected he's about the breakthroughs he's about sudden changes he's also very and not so much in like a prediction way, but he has like people who are very strongly affected by Uranus in their natal charts or how, however it may be working on a numerical um, guidance as well. Uranus is about prophecy and it's about seeing the trends and looking at the future and seeing what's coming long before it gets here. And, Nine times out of 10, whoever has that prophecy or has the trend or sees, foresees, again, not in like a predictory way or like a psychic, it's more of like they really see the the human connectivity of how it really goes or how it can go. And nine times out of 10, it's 100% spot on what will happen next or it will happen two years from now or however far ahead the prophecy is and what happens is is that Uranus and 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 a person who has these ideas and they see ahead they'll share them with somebody who isn't there yet you know their mentality just doesn't grasp it it's not out of whatever it needs to deal with by itself so sometimes people with these very like brainstorm beautiful new ideas and 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 wonderful unique insight they 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 get their ideas shut down because they tend to share them with the wrong person or the wrong kind of energy. So when you know we have these you know sparks and 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 just brilliant ways that Uranus is able to help us break through and help us understand what needs to be improved upon and and so on we want to be very guarded with 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 how things um who, who we share things with so as a natal mercury excuse me as a natal uranus retrograde the, the person is very much so if you have a natal uranus retrograde in your chart you're you're you share very different beliefs typically from your family and you may or may not be considered, you know, the, that, that typecast of the, you're the black sheep. Um, so you're completely about the originality, completely about the reform and, and you're very, you know, uh, you just like thinking outside of the box. And so when the Uranus is retrograde every year, you know, you may get the most amazing downloads and, you know, need that notebook handy or keep your little voice memo recorders, you know, really, really next door to you so that you can get, um, capture all these great ideas. But you you may notice that, you know, during these passes every year, you have like some of the most amazing things go on. And, 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 and they're actually moving forward and, and you're feeling that. So you're working with that Uranus retrograde versus it. It's not, you know, again, in that subtle way that whatever area of life it is. And it's a very small area because Uranus by the 18th of January, 23 is only going to reach 14 degrees of Taurus. That's, that's a five four or five degree difference from where it started 
where it will start this year on August 24th. So it, it doesn't, the further out we get, the tighter the retrograde of the outer planet is. It, it barely moves. That's why it takes years for, if we go back to, um, I think it was the second episode we, we talked about the life cycles. Um, maybe it was the first one. See, can't even remember. <laughs> but go back in the previous episodes and, and we talk all about like the timing of, of all the, the planets and what they do in your chart and when we have returns and all this other fun stuff that is uh, delicious self-knowledge. Um, so again, the, the more we get out in this uh, planetary conversation, uh, they're, when they're retrograde, they're only going to retrograde for a very short period of time, a, a very small span in that zodiac space. Saturn is really goes the furthest and, and, and Jupiter as well, um, as far as the two outer planets that travel the most when they're retrograde. And then they, they really, you know, gain their ground when they're, you know, moving in direct motion. So Uranus, so this is really, uh, as we're looking at how Uranus, Uranus retrograde is, is, is going to be affecting, you know, this collective understanding, um, what we also notice is that Uranus and Saturn, because we were talking about how Saturn's going to go back to 18 degrees by the 23rd of October. So they're not going to be in what is an exact square, won't be an exact mathematical square, but they're both going to be at 18 degrees. But the, the, the minutes of the astrology will not be exact. But at 18 degrees of Taurus and 18 degrees of Aquarius, they're going to make a pretty strong square. So we've got one more like strong pass that's going to be pulling in as we're working with, with uh, later September and, and working with October that there's going to be some crunch where, and, and this square between Uranus and Saturn has been going on for, for quite some time. Uh, over the past couple of years, and this is the last time it will do it for a, a while, <laughs> which is a good thing. But it's really why humanity is going through all this unrest, and and it's going through the shakeup um, of our sense of security, and 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 why all these reform you know, matters are coming up and, and why people are striving for their independence or, you know, trying to stick to the, to the tradition. So that's what we're, we're working through. So, the, the, you know, this particular, uh, pass of Uranus retrograde is going to be, you know, quite, you know, again, challenging for challenging to be experiencing, uh, especially as we're moving into October this year, you know, We'll be feeling it in September. We're going to have a Mercury retrograde, as we talked about last episode uh, in September. So there's a lot of things layering in and out. And and then we get into some really challenging cycles uh, as Mars will turn retrograde later this year as well. So that's that's all coming. Movie. Again, hop on Soul Certainty Community because that's where I, I really give all of the the total timing details and I've covered this very extensively for America uh, as well. If you have uh, just joined us in this episode and are finding us for the first time, uh, check out Soul Certainty Community on Patreon and you will um, catch up to date with what's what's going on and all those much deeper dish details. So we're going to move on out. Next out is Neptune. So Neptune is, first off, all about our intuition, our inner knowing, and I always really attribute Neptune with our abilities to honor healing, and, and honor healing on a very strong inner processing level, you know, really diving into like, you know, Neptune is like our, all of this is really, you know, it relates to psychology in our life this as above so below is it's like this math translates to the energy of what the psychology is 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 really moving and and just how this collective feel is always at work but but neptune is is truly where you're getting 
the, you know, the depths of the subconscious working with you, which is always working with you, but it's Neptune guides our dreams, um, again, our, our intuition and, and just this uh, ability for any of us to have our sympathy, have our compassion, understand that there's this connection of, you know, universal love. And when Neptune is being utilized properly and, and we're working with the channel of it, because Neptune is always about what we can't see. It's concepts and things. It's, it's you know, we can't touch it. It's it's nothing like what Saturn does. Saturn's all about the material and, and, and our, you know, responsibility to work and be accountable and do all that, you know, touchy-feely stuff. Neptune is the opposite. It is, you know, just pure how you understand things without having to see it or that you may not need you know, like that expression, see it to believe it. So that's Neptune. Very, um, again, very intuitive, obviously, you know, associated with, uh, ESP having visions, the, the clairvoyance, psychic energy. But if, if we're not utilizing that channel to the best of our ability, what happens is our imagination gets a little thrown off, thrown off. And then we're, we're kind of maybe working with a, a little bit of escapism and, and, and there's deception going on and there's confusion and illusions and, and just things that don't add up. And then we get kind of tossed into a chaotic mix. So we, that's why, you know, meditation and, and doing things to help our, so that we're not being led in the wrong direction because Neptune can go in the wrong direction quickly if it's just not allowing that trust in the unknown to really pull in. So having a, um, so right now Neptune is in Pisces and for 2022, it started retrograding on the 28th of June at 25 degrees of Pisces. It will turn around in 2022 on December 3rd at 22 degrees Pisces. So again, there you see, it's only going back those three degrees three to four degrees in the math. So another short pass there in the, in the Zodiac wheel, but, uh, it's a strong one. And especially in Pisces, um, what's very interesting. And, and I touch upon this in, uh, the American forecast for the year is when this planet will station end of November, moving into that turnaround point by the 3rd of December, it's sitting in exact opposition to the country's natal Neptune. America has a 22-degree Neptune in Virgo, but this is the opposite area of the chart. So it's at 22, it's stationed at 22 degrees of Pisces. So at this point, and, and in, in the country's chart, just to give a, a point of reference, our natal Neptune is sitting in the country's area of foreign affairs, belief systems, how we stand in the truth as a nation. And the current Neptune is opposite of that in our communications, in our thinking, in our mentality, and what's going on. So there's this total you know, direct opposition happening. And this has been wavering over the past year as well, because Neptune last year when it retrograded and then it pulled uh, forward direct motion this year, it made this aspect much earlier in the year. And now it's going to make it under retrograde again. So this is where we're going to be still sorting out a lot of things, especially come Thanksgiving time and, and just what is really going on. And Another point of historical reference is the last time this aspect happened in the nation's chart, it was the Civil War. Something to to take into consideration. Um, and again, no matter what you may or may not believe about current events, there's been a lot of chatter about that plausibility. And astrology certainly supports it could happen. Doesn't mean it has to, but it could. 
because that aspect has not happened since the Civil War last. It took that long for Neptune to get all the way back around where that was happening back in, you know, 1860s moving forward there. So, again, just something to take into consideration to understand and prepare uh, as we're we're looking ahead because we kind of need to be doing that. Um, it, it's a good time to be prepared. Uh, we, we don't want to be taken by surprise, um, though I do believe September is going to give us plenty of things to be surprised about, as as if we haven't been surprised enough this summer. <laughs> I called it the summer of surprise, but I, I, I don't think that's going to ease off in September by any means either, especially as we finish off this year. So if you have a natal Neptune retrograde, um, just the, it's always the need in the life is to sharpen your intuition just by honoring what spiritual practices are able to do for you. So you just have to do that work and your intuition will always open up and always be super sharp and, and it's going to work, you know, to your ultimate advantage. Um, so as well, if you have the natal, if you have a natal, um, Neptune retrograding your chart when this passage of time happens year to year. You also tend to allow your intuition to work for you better as 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 you as your free will is is allowing that to happen. And again, any aspects that uh like what's happening in America right now, uh if your chart has aspects where that Neptune is is having some pretty intense or direct conversations with other planets uh you know that it's a, a asking for that intuitive kind of hit to come into that area of the life to maybe resolve anything needing to be you know dealt with on any level so that's our Neptune conversation and what happens when he's tootling backwards I like that word, tootling. Tootling and puttering, right? Allows us to relax. As we were talking about in the previous episode of uh, the Mastering Mercury Retrograde, you know, allowing ourselves the ability to relax and rest and reflect is, you know, it's quintessential as a human being to make sure we, we are doing this, you know, because we're just so, we're being so conditioned to keep up in 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 this lifetime currently at a pace that again, it's not natural for humans to do what we're doing, even though yes, you know, our younger generations are very, you know, into all the devices and, and, and they pick it up really easy. And, you know, a five-year-old can teach you how to use your iPad if you're 60, <laughs> but <laughs> the, the natural pace of how the planets move and how our time moves from as above there's nothing faster about that. We don't go through the one to nine year cycles any faster. You know, we don't, we have this perception that things are going faster and they, they most certainly are energetically working this way, but the way that us humans have to really work with it to have the more seamless experiences is that we've got to honor the slowdown to work through what this energies are all about, especially here in the now in the collective. So, and of course, as we'll be talking about next with Pluto, and uh, again, if you're on my Soul Certainty community, you uh, will learn more about the Pluto return for America and what's going on with this planet. This planet is, in particular, really, really, really tight. (laughs) <laughs> in America's chart right now and uh working we're, we're we're we are working as a nation for the very first time in existence with a Pluto return. We we've never done this as a country because we've been too young. So this is the first time this has ever happened in America. And it started back in 21 and it will conclude in by by 24 officially it'll be officially like the energy will shift away. But Pluto is our, you know, obviously he's the furthest out. He He's the furthest out in the orbit that we, orbits of everybody. So he's our transformation guy. And he's our planet of death, rebirth. Um, 
anytime, you know, where, you know, you have a natal uh, Pluto is, is where you are, um, you're always going to experience, it doesn't have to be the sense of being up and down, but there's always very strong surges of, of transformation that will happen in that kind of capacity throughout your lifetime. But I always say where Pluto rests in your birth chart is where you really own your most power. And if you understand that your scope to look at everything else in your life is you have to own where the Pluto is in your, in your natal chart so that you've, you've got the rest of the story. So where it natally sits is, is always important to understand. Uh, and currently Pluto, again, going back to, to America where we have a natal Pluto in Capricorn as a country, 27 degrees. Pluto was the one that broke the all planets direct motion back in uh, April on the 29th at 28 degrees of Capricorn. It has gone back. And again, for you, if you're following the soul certainty, you'll know we had a second hit of this um, under the retrograde. It returned back to 27 degrees of Capricorn. at the end towards, uh, just as we started summer solstice and it eased off just, just a couple of weeks ago at the beginning of, of August. And then Pluto by the 8th of October will reach back to 26 degrees of Capricorn and then it turns direct. So that will, um, he, Pluto is who is going to, um, end the pass of, all planets outer retrograde motion. I'll, I'll I'll talk about that and and how other things are layering in there just before we finish up today. So if you have a natal Pluto retrograde, it is astrologically seen that you endure your inner transformations before they will ever reflect outwardly. So it's another very, when you do your transforming in your personal life, it's going to be a very, it's another internal process versus an outer one. Like some people have more, they just do things on the out outside of themselves versus in. And of course, most of the work we ever really need to do as a soul has to be done only with ourselves. But sometimes we do, you know, obviously have help if we, if we need some sort of counseling or, or we need, you know, help through a pass, whether it's just talking to friends or whatever the case is. But natal Pluto retrogrades in a chart are going to really, you'll be compelled to, to just do it for yourself. Um, and you may feel like you see the struggles of humanity for yourself. Like you take on too much as, as what's outside of you, which really is probably beyond your control because we only really personally have control over ourselves, whether we know it or not. Um, not that we can't make positive change and proactive change, but if we don't do it for us first, whatever we do for something else may be, you know, from an empty cup kind of thing. So but when, if you're a natal Pluto retrograde person, anytime, you know, during a calendar year when Pluto will retrograde, you may discover you're really doing more internal transformation work than you are at other times of the year. And again, understanding the way that the aspects are happening in your chart uh, that Pluto could be making to other planets, because as you as you look at like how the math works, it's only moved, it's only moving over a a five month period from twenty eight back to twenty six. So that's like taking forever, and it's just kind of sitting. So if if you have you know, particular points that like America, we have a twenty seven degrees natal Pluto. Pluto also retrograde in Capricorn at the time. Um, you know, we're feeling this energy as a country. The Pluto is conjunct this. So it, it came over it in February, moving forward. And then by the end of April, it started going backwards, exacted again in June, moving through early August. And then it's going to come back one more time 
in December on what we say a direct hit. So this is why it's another layer in the conversation of, you know, what's intensely happening and in, in really changing in, in our nation. So we want to be very, um, you know, again, prepared and you know, this is all happening in the country's value system. Again, there's so much details. Uh, it's the post on my Soul Certainty community, Accepting Accountability in America, Understanding an Eight Personal Year. Um, but I have other things you, you can look all over the place and find um, on my website as well, sharitastar.com. You'll also find uh, Pluto, the um, near-death experience to rebirth. That also gives lots of details uh, and all the timing out of of how all this is happening in in America. And it's why we're really watching the value system of the country go through the experiences that it is. And we are far from done yet. So, um, you know, the big picture of this nation is, is changing quite amazingly. But I, I really feel past the 8th of October, it's like we've almost been in like a kind of a holding pattern of, of watching the what we want to see really change and really kind of however it needs to come out. Past the 8th of October, I think you're going to really notice like the, the real pull. And as we're, you know, crossing the threshold of 23, it, it'll be undeniable the way this near death moving to rebirth for the nation will be undeniably on more so than we're already believing it's it is happening or watching it happen and and what people believe because you know they've done the divide and conquer so we've got to resolve that and we've got to heal that as a country we're never going to solve what needs to be resolved as a divided nation that you you know that's energetically impossible so that is just one thing you know for any american to take to take into serious consideration is you can't heal something if 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 you're just standing divided It, it won't work so what we're going to be experiencing, just to sum up before we get done today, um, from the 24th of August when Uranus joins as the fifth planet this year to turn retrograde, all these five planets will be retrograde until Pluto turns direct on the 8th of October. So we've got, you know, a very, this is going to be an interesting pass to watch happen collectively, globally, all these things going on. And then remember, we've got Mercury retrograde coming in. That's going to be happening the 9th of September through the 2nd of October. And then the approach to the Mars retrograde that will start the 30th of October is going to pull in by the 3rd of September. So September this year and moving into October, very whoa. And we've got, you know, this is affecting each and every one of these signs. So you've got Aries. Taurus, a preview of what's coming to reflect in Gemini, Virgo and Libra, Capricorn, Aquarius, and Pisces. All of those signs have a energy planet entity from this past that will be retrograde 24th of August through the, through the 8th of October. So it's a very challenging time when we're working with all this retrograding business, right? So... It's um, where we want to, you know, again, utilize our patience and knowing, you know, we are in this 2022 mastering the value of compassion, universal gear, something else you can find out about and read more about on, uh, on soul certainty, but it's also just on my website, sharitastar.com. Um, you know, what this universal year has asked us all to do, it has asked us to step up mastering the value of compassion. And I think, especially as we experience this all outer planets retrograde motion late August through early October, you're going to watch the need for it increase tenfold. Alrighty, my dear stars. That's all for today. I look forward to seeing you next time. And namaste. Never compromise. Living consciously.
Life is hard, and sometimes you need a little help and guidance. I'm Laura West, host of a Guided Life podcast, and I believe that help is all around us. We just have to ask for it. The universe has a way of guiding us forward with the help of our past loved ones, angels, spirit guides, and ascended masters. On the podcast, I love to explore these ideas with incredible guests and let people know that they are never alone. Make sure you subscribe and follow so you can join me on this journey. Part of the mindbodyspirit.fm network and wherever you get your podcasts.